This is the Gospel According to the Rock, tracing the rocky journey of God's foundation through the Bible. Thankful Jesus was a rock. When are we? Immediately after King Nebuchadnezzar's first dream, the dream is in the book of Daniel and portrays one of the biblical prophets. It's a little over 600 BC. That's about 600 years before Jesus, and about 700-ish years after Moses and the law. Where are we? Babylon. As a reminder, not far from the ancient Tower of Babel, which is referenced early in the Bible in Genesis 11. Haven't we already journeyed to this place and time? Yes. So why are we here now? We're going to focus on the dream and interpretation. I'm going to look at the statue, the rock, and give thanks for the kingdom of God. Where is Jesus right now? Jesus might be in heaven ruling angels. I think he worked in heaven to give Nebuchadnezzar the dream. Then he helped give the interpretation to Daniel. So here's a dream refresher. The dream showed a terrifying imposing statue eventually demolished by a rock. The interpretation said the statue represented empires to follow Babylon. The progression will stop at the second iteration of the Roman Empire. The dream may have shown a landscape around the statue. A rock broke off from the landscape and struck the statue. Let's talk about humility. Part of the humility Jesus will show in the New Testament was just depicted in the dream. The dream began with a view of the statue. Jesus was a rock not broken off yet. When it broke off, it was a rock that had not been touched by human hands. This rock had a mind of its own and smacked the big statue on its toes. This rock, breaking loose, is the humility and love of Jesus, starting to attack the kingdoms of darkness. If the rock hadn't broken off and moved, the dream would have been both boring and depressing. The dream would just be about a proud, imposing statue. The rock taking action meant Jesus was involved. He left heaven. He took on the statue. He humbled himself to promise to overthrow the kingdoms of this world. I'm thankful for the attitude of Jesus. In the future New Testament, the Apostle Paul will write the letter to the Philippians. Chapter 2 will talk about the attitude of Jesus coming from heaven and getting involved with us. Look for the words emptied and humbled. Verse 5. Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who, existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity, and when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on a cross. For this reason, God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That's the end of the passage. Jesus humbled himself to be a man. Then he humbled himself as a servant to the point of death. What am I thankful for? I thank God that the rock took action in the dream. 
It was a very humbling thing for Jesus to promise and a very humbling thing for Jesus to perform hundreds of years later. I'm thankful for the kingdom he shares with us. Thank God there is something else to set our hearts on than this world. I'm thankful for Jesus. He came from another realm because God's heart was set on us. Produced by Static Force, LLC. Sometimes things don't change.